Welcome to the Closing Culture Podcast. I am your host, Sean Slaughter, real estate agent and investor. This real estate podcast goes on top of the roof, behind the wall, and under the flow to show you how real estate really works. In today's podcast, I want to talk about who is the real estate market for when interest rates have increased, when housing prices have increased compared to the last couple of years. Who should buy a house in this market? Like, who is this market for? Now, the pandemic really was for those that were selling their home and moving up to a bigger home. Why is that? Because during the pandemic, there was a housing shortage combined with low interest rates, combined with a pandemic that forced people to work from home. So people were doing a couple things. First, they were looking for houses where they can have a home office or a space that they can work from exclusively because nobody was really going into work like that except for those that were mandated. Number two, interest rates had dropped to an all-time low. I know folks that got interest rates as low as 2.3%. Me, I bought a house in uh, 2001. I got an interest rate of 2.5%. And we ain't going to see those interest rates till Jesus come back, y'all. All right? Those interest rates are gone. But what the interest rate does is that the interest rate actually allows you to buy more house. For example, let's say you're buying a house for $200,000. We'll just use something really simple. And you're going to have an interest rate of 3.5%. Versus an interest rate of four and a half percent, okay, a one percent difference. And you're going to put down 40 grand on the house, all right? So, really, you're going to be borrowing $160,000. So, this interest rate is going to affect $160,000. On a 30 year mortgage at three and a half percent, your monthly payment is going to be seven eighteen forty seven. At 4.5%, your monthly payment is going to be $810.70. So almost $100 more when that interest payment goes up by 1%. So ideally, if you couldn't go over 720 and the interest rate is at 4.5%, then you have to buy less house. So what happened during the pandemic? Well, the interest rate was down to 2.5%, right? 3%. And so people were buying more house because at 3%, you know, a $400,000 house would be the same as a $360,000 house at five or 6% or something like that. Basically what I'm trying to say without confusing you is the reason that there was a run on the housing market during the pandemic is because People could buy more house with less money because of the interest rate. And they had a lot of money. I remember doing some sales and I remember people buying houses for $400,000 in cash. I had a buyer and we were looking at several houses in Virginia Beach. I'm here in the Hampton Roads, Virginia area. And 
two or three offers, I got beat out with cash. And I'm talking about houses that were between three fifty, three hundred fifty thousand dollars, and four hundred fifty thousand dollars. So people were flush with cash. Wasn't nobody going anywhere, right? People weren't spending the money that they spend on lunch every single day, or you know whatever things that they spend when they go to work and come back from work, gas, so on and so forth. So a lot of people had cash during the pandemic. So people were selling their house making money, crazy money on their house. That was another thing. Um, I knew sellers that, well, I'll give you, I'll give you my own example. I have an investment property. Back in 2018, I tried to sell it. I think I bought the house for 99,000. Back in 2018, I tried to sell it for 155. Finally got an offer for like 143. House needed some work. The deal fell through. I was just about to go on vacation and literally like four days before I went on vacation, the deal fell through and I decided to rent it, which was actually one of the greatest things that happened to me because it got me into investment property. I digress. That house today is worth 210. 2018, 143. Today, 210. That's how much equity people had. So people had low interest rates, They were flush with cash because they weren't going anywhere and their house had a lot of equity. So they sold their house and had 50, 60, $70,000 to put on a new house plus a low interest rate. So people really had to come up here in Virginia. The market for them is over. And this market now that we're in 6% interest rate, 7% interest rate, some even 8% interest rate. The market has slowed down, so people are not buying houses like they were. The refinance market has slowed down. People are not refinancing houses like they were. Those folks are locked into their house. They have their new house, or they've refinanced their house to a 25 3% interest rate, and they're locked in. So people are not selling to move up. So who should be buying a house right now? First and foremost, first time home buyers. This is your time. This is your season. All right. This is your time. Why? During the pandemic, I would put a house on the market, and in two days, I would have five, six, seven offers. People were bidding twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars over asking price. They were uh foregoing the home inspection. I mean, it was just bananas. They're paying their own closing costs. They're paying the seller's closing costs. And a first-time home buyer does not have, typically speaking, that much cash. They are a first-time home buyer, right? So they couldn't compete. They did not have the cash to compete. But now first-time home buyers, this is your time. Housing prices are now coming down. All right. So for those that waited too long to sell their house and now they're trying to sell their house now. Sorry. You missed the boat. You missed uh, getting the bag. Because now houses are doing what they traditionally do. We are now in a traditional market. Interest rates are in a traditional regular market. Six percent, seven percent. 
Houses are now sitting on the market 30, 45, and 60 days. Now, buyers, first-time home buyers, now you have the power. Sellers have their house for on the market for 60 days. That's two mortgage bills that they don't want to pay. They were hoping to sell that house, you know, maybe pay one mortgage bill, but now they're paying two mortgage bills they didn't want to pay. If the house sits on the market for, you know, 90 days, three months, that's three mortgage bills they don't want to pay. They, sellers are getting a little bit desperate now because they want to get rid of these houses. And now you step in and now, A, you have the ability to buy the house at full price or a little bit below full price. That's number one. Number two, you can ask for something called CCA, Closing Cost Assistance. Another name for that is concessions. This basically means that the seller is going to give you some money towards your closing costs. All right. And we know the closing costs are the costs that it costs, redundant, to buy a house. Settlement expenses, title costs, taxes, insurance, all that type stuff, which you typically pay towards the end. Usually those are like three to 4% of the house price, right? So if the house price is $300,000, you can expect your closing cost to be, you know, nine, 10, maybe $11,000. But now sellers are now willing to give you some money towards that. Now, when I take my buyers to go buy houses, we ask for 3% towards CCA. And so if the closing costs are going to be $10,000, they may get, you know, $8,500 towards that, which is way less money they have to bring to the closing table than if they have to bring that whole 10 grand, right? So you're going to get a deal on the price. You're going to get some money towards closing costs. You're going to get more home inspection repairs. In the pandemic, we, uh, many... Sellers were selling homes as is, or in order to win a bid, you would have to submit a purchase agreement and you have to say, I'm going to buy this house as is, meaning I'm still going to do a home inspection, but I'm not going to ask you for any repairs. I'm going to do a home inspection just for informational purposes only. That's it. I'm not asking for repairs. Well, guess what? Now you can ask for repairs. Now you can ask for more repairs again, because that seller is kind of in a bind and they want to get rid of that home. The last thing I'll mention for first time home buyers is that first time home buyers, there are many loan products in your area that will allow you to take the down payment that your loan requires. So most loans require some kind of down payment. Here in Virginia, FHA loan requires a 3.5% of the loan down payment. Conventional loan could be anywhere between 5 and 25%. If you are a uh, have a VA loan and you're a military veteran, then your loan down payment is 0%. And basically all they're doing is they're just taking that percentage that they would charge you for the loan, that percentage they want you to put down, and they're just wrapping it back in the loan, right? doesn't really affect your monthly cost too much. But as a first-time home buyer, we have something here called the VHDA 
loan, which allows you to basically put 0% down for that loan. So for my first time home buyers and my renters, I'll put my renters in this category as well. You can ideally, because your two biggest costs are going to be your loan down payment and your closing costs. Now there's some costs in between like a home inspection and uh, cost for an appraisal and uh, what else? Home inspection, appraisal, and your earnest money deposit, which is your deposit. These are costs that, you know, once you get into it, once you ratify an agreement, and which basically means that you and you, you and the seller agree that you guys are going to do business together. The seller is going to sell you their house and you're going to buy the house within the first couple of weeks, two or three weeks. You know, you're going to spend about two grand on, you know, the home inspection, the appraisal and putting down your deposit, your earnest money deposit, typically about five hundred dollars. It goes with the contract. Right. But your two biggest pots of money are going to be closing costs and your loan down payment. So here is why for my renters and my first time home buyers, now is your time and now is your season. When it comes to, to your loan down payment, you can get a first time home buyer loan here in Virginia. It's called the, the VHDA loan. And that loan will take your loan down payment, wrap it in your loan, all right? So that's zero. That one's off the board. What about the closing costs? You know, three to 4% of the price of the home. Well, a couple things. Now, sellers are willing to give you closing cost assistance. Additionally, if you live in certain areas and you make under a certain amount, you can actually get a grant that will cover some or all of your closing costs. So let's just say you get a first time home buyer loan and the seller gives you some closing cost assistance and you get a grant. Guess what? You show up at closing paying zero. That's right. A zero. Now let's say first time home buyer loan, right? That's zero. And you don't get the grant, but because you make too much money, too much income, but you get, you know, 3% CCA, 3% closing cost assistance. Or if your closing costs are 10 grand and you're going to get about $8,500 of that, then $1,500 gets you a house. See, this whole idea that you need 10, 20, 30, $40,000 you know, to buy a house is just, it's absurd. It's ridiculous. It depends on the climate. It depends on the type of buyer you are. It depends on where you want to live, right? Right now, I'm just talking to my first time home buyers and my renters who could not buy that house during the pandemic. I'm telling you now is your time. Additionally, home prices are dropping. They are coming down. I had a home that I listed. It's been on the market for about 35 days. It's a four bedroom, two and a half bathroom house in Hampton. And we dropped the price. About 10 grand. And as I'm looking through the MLS. And I'm looking for houses for my clients. 
I cons- I'm consistently seeing two things. Number one, houses sitting on the market for longer. Number two, house prices dropping. Now, here's what I would say. Two best times to buy a house, the first quarter of the year and the last quarter of the year. First quarter of the year, January, February, March, it is slow. There's not a lot of home buyers. Um, sellers are listing homes. But because there's not a lot of home buyers, sellers are a little bit desperate. That's when you want to get a house. Same thing when it comes to October, November, December. These are traditionally the holiday months. And so people usually save their home buying for after Christmas, you know, um, for, you know, let's say March, April. April's when it really picks up. That's when the, the home buying season really picks up. But first quarter and last quarter of the year, fourth quarter of the year are the times that you really, really want to buy a house. My first time home buyers and my renters or anybody, uh, because there's just not a lot of buying competition that you have to compete with. So you'll get a deal on the home. You'll get some CCA. You'll get more repairs. Um, you'll have a lot of favor in your way. You have the power in that scenario. All right. So for my first podcast, I just wanted to uh, really empower my first time home buyers and my renters. Uh, You know, these last couple of years during the pandemic really has been challenging for you. I really felt bad um, for my first time home buyers because we we couldn't do anything. We couldn't do anything. And then house housing prices rose. And so, uh, you know, for what they wanted, there was just nothing that nothing that we can do, especially if they didn't have, you know, a whole bunch of cash to compete. But now we're back at a regular housing market, first time home buyers, and um, welcome back. Welcome back to the fold. It's good to see you back in. Uh, I'm looking forward to working with you on helping you buy a house. All right. I appreciate you guys listening again. My name is Sean Slaughter, real estate and investor. Signing off. I'll see you next time. Peace.